This is episode 129 of the IDRA Class Notes podcast. And how cool would it be for an administrator to walk out of a classroom and immediately call a parent and say, you're not going to believe what I heard your child saying in the classroom. The vocabulary and the way that they were describing this history or this incident or the situation or the problem solving, you should tell your child how proud you are of them today because I saw some great things happening in the classroom. Greetings, everybody. Again, it's our IDRA podcast. My name is Aurelio Montemayor, and my colleagues Paula Johnson and Veronica Betancourt are here. And we're going to be doing the third of a series on learning, teaching, and leading. Basically, it's a learner-centered approach that uses iPad and other tablets. And so I'd like to throw the question out, first of all, in terms of technology. Why is technology an important tool for administering schools? Well, thank you for asking. This is Veronica, and we're very pleased to be here. And one of the critical pieces that is going on is that our society has become a technology-driven society, and in schools, technology is infiltrated. Administrators can use that to their advantage and utilize it as a teaching and learning tool for improved uh, professional development and for improved teacher efficacy in the classroom and to ensure that there is authentic learning going on in the classroom with students. Instead of just doing, as an example, instead of just walking through the classroom and taking notes, they can utilize the iPad and actually capture students working and being able to use that as a platform for learning later on when they either meet with the teacher or use it as a learning platform when they do small group learning in a professional learning community. Okay, Paula, I'd like to back up a little bit. I mean, as I think about technology and the school experience, first we had desktop computers, then it became smaller laptops that we can carry around, and now you're talking about an iPad. Why the iPad as a tool, let's say, is better than a desktop or a laptop? Well, it is a good question, Aurelio. Basically, what it makes me think of in my computer science background and instructional technology background is that when things become more efficient, they become more useful because they they can reach a broader audience. And I remember, and I'm dating myself here, but when I go back to my first time leaving home to go to college, I carried with me a brother word processing typewriter. And I thought I was so cool because it had the little carrying case. And that was the newfound fangled thing in technology was having a two-line display that I could press enter and it would type out two lines. Then the desktops came and it was like, oh my gosh, like the clouds had separated in the angel saying because we could see it before we printed it. So you weren't making those mistakes. So that evolution of the technology, it didn't necessarily make me smarter but it made me more efficient in my work. Then the laptop came. It made me a little more mobile because I can't carry around a monitor on the old desktop, but I could carry that laptop with me. They're light, they're small, they're they're portable. I can get more places, but now we've come into the age of the iPad. And the iPad is even more broad because you can use it when you're two years old. A desktop, not so much. You can Children can use a mouse. But the iPad has opened up an entirely new set of doors for students. And there are so many, you know, that it's so cliche already. There's an app for that. 
there's an app for every age. There's an app for every genre of books. There's an app for music. There's games. Okay, so then there's a lot on the iPad. But Veronica, let me get back to you in terms of what the administrator is doing. Let's say data collection. What is the data collection piece that the iPad helps the administrator with? In terms of data collection, administrators have at their fingertips, if they have the right support system in place, access to student records, access to immediate grades, access to, let's just say, teachers were to upload their lesson plans, they could quickly bring it up and see where the teachers are at. Homework assignments. Homework assignments, especially if they if they promote an online web-based kind yeah. of use of a classroom where they require teachers to have a web page, let's say, they can bring that up. Additionally, there is a online use of surveys, one of them being SurveyMonkey, which if you use the basic plan, it is free. You can create your own survey, you can collect data, and the nice thing is you can download into a PDF, you can create a report on it, it you creates can, tables, it creates tables yes. in it, yeah. and you can actually transfer it into Excel. Well, as what, a what, what kind of uh, surveys typically would an administrator use that would be very useful in administering a campus? Well, usually, and, and that was one of our main points of this article, is that when the administrators meet, at the beginning of the year, they are all assigned specific teachers who they evaluate because the teachers on in Texas were on the PADAS system. And so I have, say, a group of teachers that it's my responsibility to visit with and observe in their classroom environment, and I have to give them sometimes one, two, or many mm-hmm. more observations. Well, the PADAS system itself is this long and convoluted seven-domain system that has pages and pages and pages yes, for the reports. It's very complex. Well, if you are doing what we call snapshots or classroom walkthroughs, you're only in the classroom for five to seven minutes, mm-hmm. and you're looking for specific things. So using SurveyMonkey, you could create several surveys that highlight certain attributes, certain domains of PADAS, but in a more informal setting, And so that when you're going in, you could preload certain data, like which teachers you would be going to see with this survey, the question types, what is the classroom environment, how are the seating arrangements for this particular day, what's the topic of instruction, are other students working in groups, are the students talking, and so you can quickly just press like it it will collect all that previously this would be on your desktop in your office and you have to go take pages of notes you carry it with you right yes because prior to they'd have to have they'd have the big notebook and they're Mm -hmm. writing all these notes and they're sketching all the diagrams and everything Mm -hmm. then they go back and have to transfer that to the desktop now they could take certain notes because they can create either check boxes or drop down menus they can also have little notes um, sections where they could type a few quick notes then go finish but it's not a summative evaluation but you also take pictures of what's on the board how the kids are working and that's a huge piece we talk about capturing in the moment the teaching and learning you can do quick video of students or of the teachers as long as they of course we always talk about media releases on how they're going to use it but it's also a way to improve teacher practices because you can use these great examples of your teachers in say your staff development or you can do a video highlight if they have a a scrolling marquee on the television they can show videos or through just small group meetings it gives them so much power as veronica likes to say in in like the palm of their hands or at their fingertips it's highly mobile so you've got online data collection the administrator does and then you have snapshots of classroom life what are the possible uses of there for an administrator 
These are two big ones, I know, but are there any other uses? One of the greatest ones that I think is often not spoken of frequently is the ability to, to connect with parents and really be able to, to find a way and open up a, a means of communication for immediate feedback. Um, if a parent were to, to email them with a concern, they could get back with them right away instead of two or three days later. There are ways that they could text message, they could IM. These are features that are available without having to have a data plan if they're on the network. So a parent could technically FaceTime with them and they could have a virtual meeting with parents if they have access to it. If parents only have access to, let's just say, email or through their phone, they could do instant text messaging. And So on the iPad, it's like you've, you've got your desktop there. You've got your data. You're getting your email, but you could also do a face-to-face -face video thing? Yes. And how cool would it be for an administrator to walk out of a classroom and immediately call a parent and say, you're not going to believe what I heard your child saying in the classroom. Or even send a picture the of the child. The use of mm -hmm. the vocabulary and the mm -hmm. way that they were describing this history or this incident or the situation or the problem solving, you should tell your child how proud you are of them today because I saw some great things happening in the classroom. Okay, let's say I'm a vice principal and I've, I was given five classrooms to observe. I'm responsible for doing the whole checking whether the teachers are professionally doing what they're supposed to be doing and it's a grading system, I know. But I'm new to technology. What are the challenges for me in using the iPad to do these things? What do you think are the challenges for me? I have to say, as long as you want to know, you will know. The iPad and most tablets nowadays, because they run on different, what are they called? Operating systems. Operating systems, thank you. They are so intuitive in most cases. It's a single touch mm -hmm. or a swipe. I mean you can operate it with one finger and pretty much anytime you're looking for something you can search it so you have the capability of looking for online demonstrations online tutorials things mm -hmm. like that if I'm really not sure but the easiest thing is to ask someone else who's been using it because one-on-one -on -one with someone else who has been using a particular app or some um, search module or something it's so easy to explain. You don't need a 10-page booklet. You don't, I mean, you can Google almost anything or Bing or whoever you use, whoever your favorite search engine is. There are just so many things out there that eliminate that fear mm -hmm. of using this new technology. And I'm not going to say they're indestructible, but I mean, you know, I always just tell my students with calculators, you're not going to break it. You're not take, gonna break it. Can it can take a lot of use and definitely. Yeah. And and again, like I say, I have two small children and I didn't have to teach them how to use the iPad. You know, and, and when I load new things, they realize, Oh, that's a new icon, let me see what that is. But if you just go into different apps and, and search for different things and a good thing that administrators do for themselves and that we suggest to teachers and administrators is to learn how to search the web using very specific keywords. If you want to know about sites for classroom management for large urban areas, mm -hmm. if they use those keywords, there are things out there for sure. them already. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. So, I mean, it's just such a powerful piece of technology. But you're basically carrying your computer around, and it's and it's a large enough screen to, to see. There are a lot of things that make it extremely useful, mm -hmm. but when you say I, they carry their computer around, there are still so many uses for their, their laptop or their desktop. Well, give but, me some of those differences. Well, okay. Be, okay, so a lot of administrators have a lot of paperwork to do. If they are, say, PDFs 
and they are writable PDFs. That's something that could be done on the iPad and saved. Yes. And then sent or emailed, either saved mm -hmm. and like into a Dropbox or I use Google Docs. So you can take your documents with you and then print them out somewhere else. Like we have the capability to print directly from the iPad because we're on our own network. So every campus is different. But I can take documents with me. Like there's Google Drive. There's also there's Dropbox. There are places where they can work on documents and then send them back okay. to themselves to do. So to me, it doesn't necessarily replace the laptop or desktop because there are certain things that yes. the iPad but is it, not you, capable you, you of doing. You still the mobility and, right. you, and you carry so much with you. You just don't feel and like it, you have to carry everything. It's almost an extension of it. Very, yes, I like that. It's an extension. It's an extension. Veronica, your last minute, one minute advice. I'm a, an administrator. I'm new to all this. Why should I learn to use the iPad and make it one of my tools? Because your greatest goal is student achievement. And if your iPad can be a tool to do that, that should be motivation enough to want to learn to do it. That's good. Close. I could not concur more. I just think that as we advance, our students are advancing, education has to follow suit. And Absolutely. the iPad and other tablets are the means of that advancement. And we have to stay up with the times. You have to stay ahead of the times. So. Okay, thank you both, Paula and Veronica. Both thank very, you. very, very, very skilled math and science teachers, but also obviously know some administrative tasks. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.